Buenas and half a day and welcome to the half a day zoo show. My name is Glenn Luhan. I'm Joshua San Augustine. And today we ha today we have with us Blondie. Sebastian. Ernesto. Okay. We'd just like to welcome you guys to the, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And you. so for today's episode, our topic, Josh, is well, it's a lot of things. But to sum it all up, it's like basically waiting on me to be me. You know, we're going to ask you to share like um, different things. We're just going to, do you want to just do it like how we, we're just yeah, going to go? We're going to, we're going to share, you know, share experiences, uh, how we, we all came, came out or, you know, discovering ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So with that, who would like to go first? Who's going to be the first? <laughs> Who's going to be the first? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess I will first um, coming out. Yeah. And, you know, your, your, your whole process of self-discovery, Sebastian, and okay. what you identify, you know, your, your whole journey. Well, I mean, growing up, I didn't really know, I didn't know that there was such thing as transgender. So, um, as a matter of fact, I didn't figure out that there was such thing as gay or lesbian until maybe high school. So that's what I was uh, identifying as, is uh, a lesbian. Um, so I met the girls, uh, the House of Diosa, uh, doing music and stuff at their show, show at Euphoria, and then that's when I found out. Um, geez, I mean, I really don't, I'm not like um, that sentimental about it. I mean, it means a lot, it's just... Um, it's so far back in the past that, like, it's hard to uh, remember, like, you know, uh, all the bits and pieces. And, but yeah, she coming out to my parents, that was kind of hard. Uh, in high school, I just brought a girl home and said, Mom, Dad, it's my girlfriend. Like, that's how I came out. And then being transgender, uh, you know, like, didn't know about it. Uh, my, my brother and my sisters, they're more um, in tune with me about that they just it just uh pronouns in uh, my my name that they have a hard time um getting used to um so hopefully one day i'll get there to where they actually see me as sebastian because that's exactly who i am no matter how much <laughs> no matter how much my my parents still believe that i'm their little girl i'm not right now i'm their oldest son i'm the man of the house <laughs> I'm the man of the house. <laughs> I may be the shortest, but I'm the man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she like right now just just dealing with that, uh, trying to get my post ops for my top surgery going, and getting back on testosterone is my goal too. My short term goal, goal right now. I was this close, but I I just didn't get back to there to that point yet. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. when you were going through your transition. Yeah, I mean, she, on the spot with me, you might not get much, but the further on we go and the more conversations we get into, oh, yeah. pretty yeah. sure it'll come sure. out. Like, yeah. I'm not really good with on the spot, like, uh, <laughs> answering questions. <laughs> Maybe trivia, but not uh, personal stuff. It's, uh, yeah. So, anyways, who's next? Uh, my coming up story. Basically, it was just me and my sister having an argument. She called me some names, and I told her the truth. You know, I told her it was true, and 
After that, my other sister found out about it, started calling the whole family, letting everybody know that their brother's gay, you know. Um, they were, it was amazingly shocking that they were actually proud. I finally came out. I think, in all honesty, I think they knew from the get-go, you know, since I was young then, you know. I mean, I didn't walk straight, I could say that much. <laughs> I played with a lot of Barbies, so, you know, it's... Um, it, it, it came easy for me, and, you know, I see that it's not easy for a lot of people. You know, it's not always easy. You know, some families are very accepting, some, are, some aren't. Mm -hmm. Mine was, but, you know, you know, it, 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 it breaks my heart when I see, like, families that aren't accepting to it. It really does, because, you know, we're still humans, you know? We're still here to support each other. You need that family support to actually keep moving on. You don't have that family support. You start, you know, you start reaching out to other people, you know, looking for, you know, looking for a new family, and when we identify as our chosen family, right? And but it's, you know, it's our chosen family, but it's not the same when it's not your actual family, right? You know, because you know there are times you're going to want your mom, and if she's the one that's not accepting to it, it's it's heart it's heartbreaking because um, you know, everybody needs a mother. Everybody needs a mother, and that's why. We have bubbles. That's why we have Charlene, you know. They're our house mothers because they're our chosen, you know, they're our chosen, our chosen family. You know, like you guys, you guys are all my chosen family, you know. Um, okay, so uh, my coming out story, uh, I've been in the closet like all the way until maybe when I left home around 19 years old and I went to school in um, San Francisco and so kind of being out of the house I got to explore more with my identity and uh, I was definitely like kind of putting on more performances like I would start you know dressing up more extravagantly I kind of looked like Johnny Depp back then and always had like feather earrings and stuff like that and so you know playing with my appearance finally kind of helped me dabble in like what I like and um, yeah at the time I was maybe 19 or 20 and I was you know if anyone asked I would tell them I was bisexual because I wasn't ready to like uh, you know tell everybody gay yet and I didn't even know at the time but you know I started you know exploring my sexuality in the city and um, maybe by the time I was 22 uh, I was pretty solid telling everyone I was gay and um, as far as the coming out part, um, I like to think of it as I, I don't really technically come out to people. I just kind of act like there's a light switch and like one day, it, every day it's off and then just one day it's turned on, but I don't announce it to anybody. Um, that's kind of like my philosophy on coming out is I shouldn't have to announce it because straight kids don't have to tell their parents they're straight. They, they, they never have to. And so it's like these quote unquote normal people don't have to do these, you know, things that us abnormal people have to do. And so that was kind of how I approached it with everybody. Um, but of course, with my, my mom and my dad, uh, it was kind of, I went back to Guam for a summer, maybe I was 21. And I don't know, I was 21, I was young, and my brain was still not fully developed. So everything was kind of a soap opera for me and just like <laughs> so I had a very dramatic coming out argument with my mom and looking back on it is so cringeworthy and I was like what 
couldn't just be rational about it, but um, it, you know, looking back on it is funny, but I definitely was acting so immature um, back then. So I kind of botched my coming out, but like I said, it's a light switch. That's how I approach you know, but, it. But I think it's interesting because we are we all vary in in ages, so it's a it's a a lot of pers- you know a lot of perspectives, and it's so different. Like maybe you know because Blondie and I are kind of you know we're well, we're categorized as the older generation, so we're not that ancient. <laughs> <laughs> wow. not that ancient but um, you know, it's uh, you know it's different. You know, because you know if I mean I'm I'm going to be forty eight <coughs> come July, so it and I you know, I'm meeting a lot of you know, our LGBTQ plus community and their stories are just, it's so different because, it, you know, it's its more widely accepted. Yeah. Well, different, but even like you could find similarities because yeah. there's, well, I mean, like even going back to what you said, like, that's what I, that's what I would do too. Like, I don't announce that I'm gay, but if you ask me, I'm not going to deny it. Yeah. 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 And honestly, I think everybody has a coming out. We, I know we all do have a coming out. Story. Oh, I don't. I was outed, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part of it, I think everybody, if you're not outed, has a coming out story. You know, they have a story to tell. And, you know, the, only, the best thing we can do is just listen to it. Because, you know, our future generations can learn from it. You know, okay, they did this wrong, they did this right. So let's put it together and see how I can make it a smoother I, transition. I don't think it's a wrong or a right. I think it's just... You know your own personal experience and your own journey. I mean, we're not perfect people, no, but we're not. Everybody yeah, is yeah, yeah. And I exactly. Think it, it also depends on like you know the people and you know the the family that you have. Like yeah. Some family they deserve you know some um, you know <laughs> like sensitivity. <laughs> yeah. In this case, you know, yeah. like some well, some of yeah, and right. there's you know like you expect to, them to be mad or whatever. So like, and then it's. You know, yeah. it gets dramatic. Like, like with me, I, I when I came out to my mom, you know, I was going to school. You know, I'm always going out. My mom thought I was just partying too hard, and she goes, "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm bawling, crying. Go, what? <laughs> goes, you're fine. You know, I, I love you. You're, you're my son. What am I gonna do? I go, I'm not gonna change you. That, that's what I'm like. Oh, okay. And I'm like. Man, really? <laughs> it was that easy, right? I'm like, and then my mom goes, "Will you stop crying?" I'm like, and you know, and it's the crier, like, okay. And she's like, "Knock it off already!" I'm like, oh, the ugly cry. Yeah, it was the ugly oh, cry. Oh, oh, my mother's just looking at me like, really? <laughs> and then you walked away. You're like, that was, that was easy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it just. But again, you know, we 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 have friends, and you know, they they don't have that support you know right. and, and like we said we go back and we have our chosen family so like like with us we have the sisters of the moonlight that's and then josh has you know the house of diosas so i mean we we look up to each other you know we you know no judgment everyone's here you know we're treated and we to learn them, from yeah. each other yeah. yeah you know we all learn from each other yeah. one way or the other we learn also i think you know whether you have a bad experience or a good experience like for coming out you know, whatever experience you have is very worthwhile. You it can is. really take a lot of uh, wisdom from it. anything, yeah, whatever you, you went through, whether it was easy or hard. Yeah, right. Easy something hard. you're always going to remember. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But even if it's yeah. bad, you know, that that's just going to toughen you up for whatever it is you're going to yeah. experience later on in life. Right. So so that part for me was, was easy. Now the next part, because I'm an educator and a teacher, right, I have... You know, I got close to some of my colleagues in a grade level that I taught, and they would watch my behavior like, how come Glenn is always with 
so and so, and how come it? So finally, you know, we we had a luncheon, and it, oh, we went out. My teacher friends wanted to go out have happy hour, so I think I was I was sabotaged or something. They cornered me, right? So they're like, Glenn, are you gay? And I'm like, mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. Right, like all, all of a sudden, like, I chase no. up. They're like, no, Glenn, no, you're not gonna get it. Tell us, tell us. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I'm like, yes, I am. And they're like. You, you could have just told us that. And I'm like, okay. And then I was going to cry. I said, no, I'm not going to cry. But you know, it felt good, you know. And so dramatic. Very. <laughs> Did you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was pretty much uh, for me. Um, and then now, you know, it's just being out there, being visible, you know. And when I see, you know, people or folks struggling, you know, I kind of offer a but you know i don't push it i'm like oh okay that's hmm. right you know for me I, I stepped away from you know i didn't step away from the life i just stepped away from hanging out with the girls you know and stuff like that for years you know i put my mind into concentrating you know i put my mind into concentrating with my job um education you know i started to do all that stuff and then recently just recently right I finally came back. I finally saw the light. <laughs> Come to the light, Caroline. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I'm back with the girls. And, you know, I can honestly say it is the best thing that's, you know, that, I, that I'm going through so, right so now. So, for those of you that don't know, Blondie is actually a legend in his own right. A long-time hairdresser, right. hairstylist. You know, so a lot of people, you, you mentioned Blondie's name. Everyone's like, oh, he did my wedding. Oh, he cut so-and-so's yeah. hair. So 33 years, Blondie. Yeah. Or, yeah, or helping, you know. So any, any, anyone that, Blondie's like a household name. I mean, a lot of people are even still looking for him. I'm like a backyard conversation to some, you know, to a lot of people. But, yeah. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's overwhelming. You know, yeah. sometimes it's overwhelming. Oh, I've heard of you. Or, oh, do you remember this? And, you know. The bad part is when I don't remember, that means I'm getting old because I can't. No, I'm just joking. That's just you know, the age. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, some yeah. people come up, do you remember you did this? Do you remember? And, you know, I have to think about it first yeah. before I actually remember, yeah. you know. It's so, like that. When oh, yeah. So when there's so many, you know, people and experiences so, like it's Exactly. Like when like I met, yeah, when thing. I met, yeah, when I met Blondie, we reconnected through mutual friends because he was cutting my, my other friend's hair. And then I was like, oh, he's so you know, so we're talking, and then I introduced him to all of the. You're uh, using your gator, no? Was <laughs> beeping off the chart, right? You hear the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> so when um, you know, I I brought Blondie into the Sisters of the Moonlight. Little did I know, when he saw at a gathering, he was like, everyone turned. They're like, Blondina, is that you? Everything just went. It just went off. The it just flowed. Yeah, it went off the charts. Everything. They're yeah. like, "Oh my God, where have you been?" You know. Yeah. And you know that that one night that I was there, I had never heard my name so much. Blondie, Blondie was like, "Wow." I have, you yeah. know, but it, I haven't seen a lot of them in years. It's, you know, I, I I didn't do it purposely to stay away. I was just I was just busy. You know, life is. Well, busy yeah, life for me. life happens for all of us. No, we have to so, you know right. secure ourselves and our and you know work in our profession, going to school. Exactly, you know, so. so. Same with me. I remember when I first met you. I remember I had just yeah, like, you had really like you weren't even spreading 18, my wings. Yeah, you weren't even eighteen. I was yeah. literally just spreading my yeah. wings, and he was just like, "You're, You're just what? a baby gay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a binky and everything. Right. <laughs> you know, and like Josh, I met Josh through his sister Kelly. 
you know, we used Kelly as one of our models for our fashion shows. And one day she brought Josh, and that's how we met Josh. And that was at Buddy's Billiards. I don't remember, it was but they Buddy's were trying Billiards. to get me to do it too. And I was, yeah. I was super introvert. We wanted, we wanted to dress her up as a girl, but she wouldn't let us. <laughs> we're gonna put her in drag today, but she's like, no. Like even no, just no. them saying hi, like I was getting red. Like I, I was. Well, you know, it's, it was all new, you know, all new to you. Yeah. That's when, not everyone. That's not Blondie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But when you need <laughs> models. The girls did that to me too. Like, <laughs> no, but when you need models, you improvise, you know, when you need a, oh, mo- a, a, a female model. Where Jackie did that with Adam. Yeah. And they posted it. He liked it. Like me, I was like, I don't look good. I don't like it. <laughs> like, I only like it if I look good, but I don't look good. <laughs> but really, when you need models, you improvise. I mean, yeah. if if yeah. Len was there, I would have probably did the same thing and tried to dress her in drags. <laughs> Throw her out on the stage. And there, you know, job done, right? Yeah. Just walk out just there. Do it. <laughs> you know? Well, even with her short hair, would just make it look like she was a short-haired female, you know? The makeup will say it all. On that, like, you know, talking about how your household name, though, that's what I noticed, too, about a lot of, like, queer people is that, you know, because I guess we have more pressure from society, more oppression, we have more, like, motivation to become great at something. Yeah. So you're yeah. very, very a master true. at hair. And I noticed a lot of gay men, when for queer people, when they find what they're good at, they really yeah. dive into it and they become yeah. really successful. Yeah. Like, they right. they basically that. become like a household name. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's like a lot of gay people, we got to just channel that, you know, that sadness yeah. and, yeah. you know, angst into use our it as specialty, a, our exactly. calling. Yeah. And, use yeah. it as a, use it as a tool to replace what we lose or what we've lost. You know, yeah. if um we've lost this because of the way we are, maybe this could be a tool to, you know, to get us to, be who we are. Yeah, a lot of it is like proving ourselves, you know, right and everybody wrong. Right, and that's basically I think what we all, what we all did. Was, and then you know, especially for me in my field, you know, I, you know, we strive to be role models for for right. our students, and you know, I'm seeing a lot of youth come out, and and I, you know, like I'll be, I'm I'm still trying to work with with work with GDOE and working on some programs for our, you know our queer our LGBTQ plus youth and stuff. So hopefully, you know, those things are come to play because there is a lot of them there is yeah so i mean like well more so now yeah i mean it was a lot more different when yeah, i guess we were going more potential. I mean, yeah know, the older generation is more out there so you know it's it's actually yeah. because of us it's actually helping them to yeah. express themselves more you know so it, it it's really nice when you see that well i like to think of us like the runway Right, and then they're the models walking. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Like, watch your step. <laughs> Don't fall. <laughs> when you get Give to the, end of the stage, <laughs> turn right. <laughs> but you know, I mean, and that's like like what Ernesto said. You know, just channel that and right. you know promote that positivity. Yep, and you know bring out the talents of our, of everyone, and that way, you know. They don't suffer from depression or, you know, and we do have a lot of our LGBT or our queer people, you know, going through that. And, yeah, we do. I, I remember uh, we do. That. I'm, I'm thinking it was still when I was working in sales. I had uh, one, uh, one of our customers, we, we became like close just through interactions, you know, with um, with what I did and. I remember one day she just asked me, like, 
Josh, like I've never physically seen you because when they come to pick up the stuff that they ordered, it's never her. It's always um, one of the people under her. And she just asked me out of the blue one day. She's like, are you? And I'm like, am I what? Dracula? <laughs> she starts laughing. She goes, no. And I'm like, just say it. I already know what you're going to ask. Because she's like, are you gay? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I remember she was, she was struggling with that because um, she has a son who she thinks is, but, you know, she knows that he is, rather. And then he's... He was struggling with coming out with that and she's like you do like do you have any advice or anything like that and i said honestly don't ask him i mean you, you can ask him if you want to but i said but um i think it would be better if he came out to you she, she's like when i was like make him do it on his own terms right because he'll be more comfortable yeah. that way yeah and that i think ready, i think yeah. it's just a better like connection and i was like but do you do you accept him she's like of course yeah. I'm like, okay, that's all he needs. He just needs your support. That's right. it. You don't need to do anything. And I yeah. said, whenever he's ready, he's going to do it. Trust me. Yo, um, Josh, actually, that's funny that you say that because my mom, uh, when I was growing up, it was just me and my mom for a while. And, um, you know, I was a very eccentric little toddler. And, she, you know, she already knew something wasn't altogether, you know, like the other <clears throat> boys, like the other kids. And so she took me to, I think, a psychologist. Oh, and like, wow. she was like, you okay. know, she was like, what's going on? Like, you know, and um, the psychologist kind of said, like, you know, if he was gay, would you love him any less? And my mom said, no. And then the psychologist was like, well, then that's it. That's enough. And so it was it's really touching, actually. Like, yeah. when my mom tells me that story, like, she gave me unconditional love from the start. And I think mothers always know like right. more than fathers, but yeah. the mothers always know I your think, kid. I so. think the father knows, but the father kind of puts it to the, like in the back of his mind. He doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to know because that's my son. This he's is my son. Yeah. He's going to be the provider, yeah. the man. The, mother, the mother's like, fine, he's if he's a boy or girl, he's fine, you know. <laughs> mothers are always happy with you. Hello, know, we can do that still. I play football. I play football. I played a lot of really, like... Well, at least I try. I was scared of sports. <laughs> I played soccer. I played football. I play baseball. Just don't ask him to play volleyball because when that ball comes to, comes to me, I'm like, I run off the court. I <laughs> you literally got do. it. <laughs> I am not going to get that ball. I'm not going to. I'm not going to hit myself because I would not bruise myself. I'm like, Blondie, it's like three feet away from you. <laughs> it's still far. <laughs> but yeah, mothers, mothers know. Yeah. That's why even like my mom, she goes, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. You know, mothers, a mother's love is very unconditional. You know, some mothers, do you know some others you know some mothers do come to that point where they just, they just don't accept because they yeah. they too have high expectations but it's very rare you find a mother like that you know i mean you know very rare yeah i was gonna yeah. say not to say that it doesn't happen because yeah. i do yeah. know some people where it was the the father figure that was the accepting. father that was more accepting right versus the mother yeah you know but and it does happen but it's rare, you know, it's, it, it, there's rare occasions when it does happen. Okay. And when it happens, I feel sorry for those that it happens to because, you know, like I said, a mother's love is but the, no mother, you know, but the story right. is beautiful, you know. That's, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. And, and, you know, later on down the line, when they get, you know, they become close to the mother, the mother finally starts to accept them. You know, they, they, that story that they start to tell of how the mother became acceptant to them, accept, you know, acceptance. To them and stuff like that. 
it, it it's beautiful. Sometimes when I hear somebody's story, I, I do admit I do cry. I, mean, I get dramatic like her. Mine's beautiful, but it's kind of lame compared to all of you guys. So. No, literally, because like, remember what I what I shared on the last episode? You remember I was telling you, Kelly and I got into this huge argument. And at the time, I, I had a boyfriend. And she was How like, old were you and had a boyfriend? Huh? How old were you and had a boyfriend? My first boyfriend? The one, yeah, this, I forgot. No, because I believe he was my second. I... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> You're already a player. Okay. No, okay. I wasn't a player. I... So then what, what happened? The first when... one was just a weirdo, and then <laughs> the second one was another weirdo. <laughs> so where, where, so, so where, where are you at with the weirdos now? <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, I had... <laughs> I had... I had a boyfriend at the time, and Kelly knew him, because, you know, like we were kind of like a circle of friends growing up and we got into this huge argument and she looks at me she's like i'm gonna go tell mom you're gay and i was like <laughs> <laughs> didn't think she was serious about it but you know um i had this habit like we had this tin can it's like the trash can and that's where we used to store the rice well and i still have that still my have that. mom that's an old i always old had thing. this habit like every time my mom was cooking i would always sit on that because it was right next to the stove i would always sit on that and just watch her cook and then from corner of my eyes, I kept like turning around the corner to come to the kitchen. I'm still thinking nothing of it. She's like, Mom, did you know Josh has a boyfriend? And I'm like, <laughs> and my, mom, my mom just turns and goes, do you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and what, what, was, what was her reaction? It was, like I said, it was lame because, you know, my mom had a brother that was gay. So, so um, she was like, she didn't even think anything that. of it. And not only that, I... I believe Kelly came out before I did. Mm. And Kelly identifies as, you know, trans. Trans. So it was nothing. It was like Kelly had all the stuff. And then when I came out, they were like, ah. <laughs> done. She's good. Like, like that's the guy that holds the, the person in the dress walking down the red carpet. I'm, the, I'm just the person <laughs> holding the, the back of the dress. The yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, who's that? Oh, he's a gay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 that is just too funny. I mean, it's still beautiful because I, I already knew my mom accepted well, it, me, but it's like I said, it's not a funny story. But it is beautiful because, you know, it's a story that, you know, when you're telling it, it makes people laugh because of what ensued, how it came about. You know, I mean, you're sitting there and your sister comes around the corner. It's like the shocking. I can. I can already feel the shocking that the shock that you went through, like, you know, but, you know, it's funny, too, because like when we're sitting down, like having similar conversations like this with our group of friends um, and they start sharing their coming out stories like, Josh, so you have a coming out story? Just give her this look. And she's like, <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, nothing. Tell, I don't have one. <laughs> you tell Kelly you're the one <laughs> that out at me. Or even sometimes I'm like, Josh, so what's your coming out story? I, like, I don't know. Ask Cal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hmm. But I don't know. I. I accept who I am. I, I don't hide from it, you know. And if they don't like us, hey, they don't have to deal with us. They shouldn't have to deal with us. Or go the other way. Walk the other way. I mean, because I'm not going to turn around for you. I'm going to keep going forward. If I need to get to point B, I'm going to get to point B with or without you, you know. 
everything. And a lot of people, I notice like sometimes, like when I used to work at the mall, sometimes, you know, they see you coming and, you know, the women, you know, they're wiser, they go, oh, hey, you know, and all that stuff, right? And then when you, you know, they introduce us to the husband, you can build that tension to a lot, you know, with a lot of them, you start to build that tension. Like, but then they yeah. start to open up. And then before you know it, it's the husbands that you become closer to than the wives. Right. I had you a know? lot of female friends too, and their their husbands. I go, is your husband? Ego? No, he's not. He's not jealous. And I could see him at time bobbing me. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, talk to your husband, right? So then when we like, you know, when we get introduced, they're like, "Yeah, man, Glenn's cool." I'm like, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then again? before you know, <laughs> she just called switched, right? <laughs> hey, man, Glenn's cool. <laughs> But you know, before you know it, it's Who the husband that's inviting us, you know? It's no, the husband okay. inviting us over. So, um, you know, they're doing all that. Sebastian, Ernesto, the running joke in our in our group, you know, I'm I'm a feminine, I'm flamboyant, you know, I talk whatever, but when it's like a, a stranger, someone I she don't know, you know, I I change my voice, you know, because I, I'm a teacher, so you know have to project so <laughs> she projects it. We were at a rosary time. and we were saying a rosary for a fa- you know, our friend's family and our other friend was tasked to bless the table. He saw all the people and he got nervous. I go, go ahead. You know, and he said, I don't want. I'm like, oh, so I said, okay, here we go. So I go, all right, you know, please rise. We're going to bless the table. And <laughs> <laughs> these guys that were there, they're we like, look, we're like, so, uh, where are you? Like, I thought that in my section of the house. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we're sitting where we can see it, but his back is turned to us. You know, so, so I have other yeah. good friends is sitting next to me. And right when he says all of that, I'm like, oh. I call it code switching because, you know, wherever we're at, you know, we, of course you have to respect where we're at and everything. So when I did, they were all, they were all cracking up in the corner and I could hear them. And I'm like, oh my God, these guys, they're, they're you were reading the talk me. Of the town they were night. reading me and they're like, they go, we heard a man talk. I know. <laughs> he comes over and he's like, what were you guys laughing about? What were you guys laughing about? I was like, we're so mad. <laughs> so... You know that's 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 what Josh is saying. Say it again, and I'm like, hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. Usually when I'm with him too, and we're out like in a public area, he he bumps into somebody where he codes, which is as soon as he does that, I'm like, who are you, right? No, and then we're walking away. He goes, what were you doing looking around? I was like, I was trying to figure out who was saying all of that. <laughs> and it's so funny because I'll do that like at, at the schools, right? But then if I see my my teacher friends who are comfortable with me, like three seconds later, it's hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. oops. <laughs> no, but you know, like, I, it just happens. Right? Yeah, it just happens. But you know, wherever I go, I, you know, I think you know everybody knows. So you know who I am, and you know that I'm gay. But it's yeah. just the just the reaction, right? Especially I get a kick out because these guys, you know, and 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 you know, in our group, they know me so well. So when they see me talk different, they're all like. <laughs> Why are you acting brand new? <laughs> yeah, right? No, right? they're like, who's this man? And where did he come out from? Your body from? I'm like, you know, you guys, be quiet. It's so but dumb. she does have a very deep voice when she needs it, right? Yeah. <laughs> she she scares me sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> when she does that, when she switches, we're like, really? You feel the I bass mean, in your heart. Yeah. Right? The bass like, Yeah. So Trauma. since you, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> <I'm a response. laughs> so you, since you brought up the she, let's, let's answer this age old question. The pronouns. Okay, um, Sebastian, what would you like to be addressed? Uh, what would you be addressed? My pronouns are he, him, his, okay. boy, man, <laughs> dude. Like. My pronouns are 
Can you I guess see she, him, girl, 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 <laughs> girl, especially. We call everybody girl. For you, I pick D, all of the above. <laughs> right? No, because, you know, I'm, I'm still learning about all of this. And, you know, I know now, right, that's yeah. the more appropriate term. In actuality? When you meet a trans person. In actuality, we're shims. Right? Yeah. It's best we're to ask. No, you know, but, you know, going yeah. back, that's like the vulgar. But how do you oh, meet a trans person? One must never assume. Well, you never know. I mean, and you know, especially me being an educator and a teacher, I want to learn more because you don't know. Because sometimes you see the kids and you're like, and I, I, you know, sometimes they're, you know, they're they're tom, they're female, but they're, you know, they're dressed. And one time I got, I offended a a student. Call me him. I'm like, okay, (laughs) so so I would pull, you know, I go, what would you like to be addressed so that I don't offend your feelings? You know, then after that, we're okay. So. No, I, I, it's just, you know, we need to know that because we want to be able to, you know, respect the, our, our kids and, you know, make them feel safe at school. So that's why I'm always. My okay. pronouns is trees, by the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> trees. Tree. Just trees. Tree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, the, all the labels now. Yeah. Non-binary. Yeah. There's a lot now. There's, a lot. There's well, a lot of pronouns too. Before, like yeah. honestly, before it was just lesbian, gay, mm-hmm. bi. bi. That was it. Yeah. And then the trans came in. I mean, you know, every it just kept adding up. No, well, trans, of course, was it was there, but when it first started, it was LGBT. Then now it's LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus, IA, you know, all the yeah. It's like there's so much, so many acronyms. It also shows how diverse our community is. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, all of these things are personal preference. Of course. Right. They're I, not, you know. But, man, like, Sebastian, I get, conf- I get confused. <laughs> I mean, the same here. It's the same here. Honestly, if, if an acronym has to be that long, then you kind of ruin the point of an it, acronym. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be speedy. It's supposed to be yeah. quick. It's exactly. LGBT, you know, LGBTQ, for a long time. It's... Like, they're like, not, so what is the it. whole thing now? My LGBTQIAQRS. I just say, <laughs> and they're I just, like, I mean, is that really it? I'm like, no, because I don't know the rest. Go, Hello, that's the downside. Our community is already getting confused as yeah, yeah. it is. Let's not make so many. They're getting more confused now. Honestly, like, now they just add the plus, and I'm yeah. like, is that like gay premium? I was just telling you, Ernesto, like that's the downside of wanting to be inclusive. You know, that's you. You want to please everybody. Oh yeah. Everybody. But in this community, you know? there's no such thing as inclusivity anymore. I mean, you know, how yeah. do you becoming? You know, how do you become? I mean, like I said, there's just nobody even knows what we identify as. You know, they see me and they're like, "What is he?" <laughs> you know, they see her, him. <laughs> what is he? You know, they see What's him. Going on? What is it? You know, I think yeah. it's the confusion. I just respond. Yeah. We're human and we want to yeah. be treated with equality right, and respect right. and love. Nowadays, exactly. it's so much. They confuse it with the sexuality. Yeah. You know, the identity. Like, technically, you're a cis man, but you're gay. Right? Yes. He's a sissy man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sissy man. Yeah. Even, even, I'm a girl. even when I heard it's that, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I remember cis he, man, he asked me. Cis man, cis woman. He like, asked me, he's like, yeah. what is cis man and cis woman? Enough. And I'm like, you're basically um, accepting yeah. the gender that you were assigned. The Latin of cis, I think, means like on the side of. So your gender is parallel to your sexuality. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. I like this guy. Yeah. He's got all the info. But like, you know, for me, like with the whole, the, how the acronym is getting so long and the flag is getting more colors onto it. You know, I think at a point, 
as a gay man, I don't know what it's like to be trans. So why am I going to lump myself in with, you know, their community? I, I have no experience on that. All I know is myself and being gay. Right, right. But like, I don't even know what it's like to be a lesbian. So I, I don't fully embrace the whole everybody lumped in together. Mm-hmm. Um, separate but equal. I believe in that. Yeah. I be- you know, and like you said, just treat everybody with love, respect, and kindness. That's yeah. it. I just think the yeah. amount of respect. And 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 who they who they want to they choose to love, whether it's female, male, trans. You know, I think that's. That should be secondary. Love, yeah. love is love. And I, I genuinely believe that you know, um, as as within, so without, or within is without. So right. inside of you is also you know the world around you. Right. And so if you hate somebody, you're kind of hating yourself. If you love everybody, then that is how you. That's I feel yeah. like how that's how you truly can love yourself. It's yeah. just loving like the whole Josh, universe. Exactly. Like Josh, you brought up something to me last night. Yes. That's one the one thing I like about because you're always interacting. But you know, why not, right? I mean, everybody's human. Everybody deserves. Everybody deserves. Yes. You know, and when you brought that up to me, you know, I never realized I did that. But I guess I do because he brought it up to me. Like, you know, the one thing I noticed about you is you're always interacting. You know, I don't judge people by who they are, or what yeah. they are, or whatever. You know, I talk to them like they're human. And I, you know, I would like for a lot of people to talk to us like that, but it doesn't always happen, you know. Yeah, there's always going to be that negative aspect and the danger, yeah. especially being yeah. But like what Ernesto said, you know, you channel that and stay positive, you know, and love yourself first, and then yeah. I, yeah. I, everything else will radiate, you know. Yeah, but again, exactly. if you have that hate, you know, it, yeah, you just, don't get anywhere with that. Yeah. Too. I mean, yeah. I've been there and. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the worst place to be stuck. Yeah. The quote is like, yeah. you know, hate or anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. So like really yeah, yeah, if yeah. you hold that in you, it's just like on your aura, it's yeah. like all over you and that's the point. Yeah. And I've I've come across people that are like that and it's like you you know, you try because I'm always about seeing the better in, in one. But man, if you make several attempts and it's you know, you, you can, what is it? You can lead the horse to water. And, yeah. You can't force it. Yeah. Like you can drown. Right. No. But, um, you know, I just, <laughs> just ride the horse to the, I just have to, but I, I, but I feel, you know, I feel, I feel so bad for that individual. It's like, man, you know, if you just change your perspective, a lot's gonna go for you, but if you yeah. choose to stay like that, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes that's the only thing you can do is just feel bad. A, for yeah, them, but you know? there's only so much, you know. But we yeah. we wish them well. And I think some people are just really unhappy with life. Well, stubborn. that's what I'm saying. I'm you know, it's like you know, yeah. everything you guys are saying. Like, yeah. how do you, how can you expect to love somebody else if you don't even love yourself? Exactly. And you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but don't bring your sadness and sorrows to me. You know, I I have better things to do. You know. And I would tell my employees that when they come to work, helping the fucking like, go back out the gate, leave whatever issues you have out there, and come back in, and come you know come back into work, and come back in as you, not as you know, Mister. I'm gonna huff and puff all day because my wife pissed me off or my brother. So you know, it's sometimes it's just not worth it because it is true. You do you know there is a transfer effect. You know when if. When somebody comes in and they, they start acting like that, it transfers to you. It's contagious. Yeah, yeah, it is very contagious. And 
you know, hard. especially when you work with kids too. <laughs> oh, like, believe me, they deflect a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, the kids absorb. <laughs> yeah, they're sponges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Lenny and I both work for the education department, so yeah. so we know how it feels to be in the school site. And some of these kids, even you know, even our 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 coming out our coming out brothers and sisters, they they hold a lot. You know, they hold a lot, and then you know they expect everybody to actually listen to them versus you know wait hold on who are you talking to you know uh but that's how they that's how they are they they want you know they want to be heard but they just don't know how to express it so they turn around and they say okay um you know um you're gonna do this you're gonna you're, you're gonna say that and you know you look at their little friends right around them and their friends are like cronies to them and i feel bad for their friends because it's like you know you're the popular kid, okay, yes, but why do we have to do everything you say? Yeah. You know, doesn't yeah. it matter what we, what we think of be, as well? Be you. And, and since be, you, be you. you brought up coming out again, like, I wanted to ask you, because, like, are you, would you say most trans people come out twice? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I can say I came out twice, because I didn't know, you know, um, the, uh, I don't know. I guess it's just because most people, or some, some of us didn't know about trans, or they were too embarrassed, you know. Or for because I and, think for me, it's like if someone is going to identify as trans, right? Obviously, yeah. you're going to be attracted to the same sex, right? Yeah. So that's how you're going to identify it first. But then, I guess somewhere down the line, there's that yeah. other part of you that you still didn't yeah. like in your in your case, you didn't understand. Yeah. That's where, and too, that's where gender fluid comes into because, you know, you can identify as that and then further down the line, you, you, when you finally figure out exactly who you are, that's how you know, you know, that's where they come in. Um, what's that? Gee, I mean, like now, I can see, I mean, because I was into girls and I thought, you know, lesbian, but I was feeling more manly. That's, you know, that's how I thought I was. I, I mean, I thought I was weird. <laughs> and then I found out, you know. That's what makes it difficult for you, too, because when I was they very see you sheltered, out in public, you know. I was I, very sheltered. I think when they see you out in public, like, especially with Guam, like, a lot of people are more familiar with trans, yeah. male to female. And but they're not really familiar with female to male. Right. So, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, in my mind, because especially when I see it happen a lot, yeah. in my mind, it's like, when they look at you, they're like, oh, that's just another butch. Yeah. yeah. And you right. fall I mean, into that's, that label. That's yeah. because that's all on account of the fact they don't, I don't have my top surgery. But uh, that's just, that's under people's uh, first um, look at me, their yeah, assumption, the yeah, you yeah. know? And, you know, I'm okay with that, you know, as long as, you know, after the fact that I tell them, you know, and they know that I'm trans. After that, then I know that it's personal and they don't accept. Like, I see. you know, they can only say sorry so many times, you know, like, yeah. you and know, I can tell them, you know, so many times it hurts my feelings when you use right. this yeah. pronoun. You know, that's and the like, thing you know, with life today. Some people even, don't get it. Even yeah. I've been yeah. in this life forever and you know what? I'm still learning. Yeah. You know, I am too. Learn, you know, I am too. You learn a lot mm -hmm. and you know, you, you understand it a lot more, but at the same time, it still can be confusing, you yeah. know? Yeah, me too. I like, you know, as confusing as I get and as frustrated as I am with, you know, the ever-expanding, you know, LGBT community and all this, like, you know, if somebody's trans and they tell me, like, 
you know, I will commit to at least, you know, respecting, you know, them as if it's their name. Like, if you tell me your name is Sebastian, of course, I'll call you that. I won't call you by your, like, yeah. you know, old prior name, name, right? Right. Government yeah. Government yeah. Name. Yeah. Some people know me from, you know, as my government name from growing up, you know, I just hope to God that they, you know. But overall, it is a frustrating experience, not just for you, but also for the, you know, the other person. Yeah. Right. And so it's like we both have to, like, learn and just, you know, like, respect. Yeah. And that's that what mutual yeah. respect. And that's what, that's what we hope to bring to, like, with this. You know, we want, we want all people to come on and share their experiences. And then if there's something that they're not too familiar with, like, that's why you're here. You know, that's what yeah. we're inviting you. Maybe you can have an open discussion about it. Yeah. And it's always good to ask questions than to assume anything yeah. right like, yeah from my preference i mean geez, i wish people would stop using the pronouns you know like at the store you know out like say, thank you sir thank you ma'am yeah. this and that yeah. but you know i can't do it <laughs> like you can't just stop everything you know? of course, of course. So it's just it's just best to you know accept it you know like not really try to correct anybody that doesn't know you know and if they're not in your personal life you know it shouldn't well for me it shouldn't really matter yeah you know if they're not in my personal life and they don't affect anything around, around me or about me, they're good. They don't pay you your know, bills, so okay, yeah. <laughs> their yeah. opinion. They're not <laughs> buying my cigarette or my candy. Or hey, they don't drink, come home know. at night, too, so yeah. you got yeah. nothing. Those You're are the real important people, too. Yeah. So. Would you guys say that um, you guys have lost friends or family members? I have. Through yeah. you coming out? Well, not lost family members, but I, I have lost friends, like, you know. Um, well, not friends, but like clients, you know, they clearly knew for me. I'm like an open book, you know, I'm like an open book. I can, I can be read from a mile away and, <laughs> and, you know, some, you know, like I have lost male clients because of their phobia. No, Fear. not because of their phobia, but their relationship. Like, let's say they get into a new relationship with a female. But she doesn't accept the fact of how close I am with the client when I'm cutting his or her hair, his hair or whatever, right? She can't accept that. She's like, no. So, you know, they, it's like all of a sudden I'm unfriended, you know? And there's nothing really happening, you know? There's, no, there's absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing happened, happening. I'm just doing my job. But, you know, a lot of times also it's the wives. They, they do get a little jealous about it. And they turn around and say, oh, no, da, 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 you're, you know, you're going to go start seeing who I go to or whatever, you know. And they come up with this, you know, with this, with this soft story of, um, oh, I just go, I just go here now because, you know, my wife goes there. But in actuality, you know, because when the wife is there, she's giving you these, you know, she's throwing you shade, she's throwing you attitude. Like, I don't even know you. Why are you, why are you acting like that? Or, you know, I mean. It's, it, it can get to that point where sometimes you just want to put down your shears, grab her by the hair, and drag cut her outside. Yeah. I was going to say you're going to you know? cut her hair off. Right? And, and just like throw her out the door, you know? Oh, like, damn. You wait outside. You, you know? asked you know? to be blonde? Mm. Uh -huh. I think Oops. it's going to be green. You have nice long hair. Now you have a boy cut. Now you look like a boy, and I still look like a girl. But, you know. To the, me, that's you know, all characteristics of somebody who's insecure. Exactly. Yeah, it's no. so insecure. Yeah. I mean, it's so yeah, sad gosh. because yes. a female getting jealous of another male, I mean. Of a gay man. Exactly. You know, you know that's deep it's insecurity. Like, it's like, honey, 
uh, are you unsure about your man? You know, are you unsure about him that you're 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 getting jealous of even another gay man? It's like it's sad. Yeah, there's but a million and one so questions that go through my head when I yeah. see stuff like that happen. Like I want to look at them and be like, <laughs> whatever it is, you're into. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get that way with uh, my female friends. Like, like, are you sure your husband's, your husband's not going to mind, right? And they're like, no, it's all right. You know, and then freaking further on down the line, I become a problem because we're getting real close, you know? And because I identify as a trans man, like, their, their insecurities start clicking. And I was like, I already knew it. Like, I knew it. That's why nowadays, like, having female friends is, like, very off-limits for me. Like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> our motto should be... <laughs> Bye. Our motto should be if a female gets jealous of another gay man, our motto should our motto should be I'll take your man because I will. You know, I, I will take your man. I'm sorry, but you know, just to prove you, just to prove you right. Okay, let's yeah. do it. You know, exactly. Probably do it better than her anyway. <laughs> just messing around, but yeah, you know. Maybe I'm not. But I mean, these are these are real things that we we go through and see. Exactly. You know and. You're like, what? Really? You know, it's the same gay, straight, bi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, a, as of yeah. any, you know. Notice it, it's pretty prevalent, though, in Guam, like with our tomorrow culture, tomorrow peoples, the whole Egu thing is. Yeah. Yes. Penetrates everybody, gay, straight, whatever you yeah, are. Yeah. Which is irritating for me. Because I haven't lived on Guam. Like, I lived half my life in the States and then right. I came back. And, and it's, it's just like <laughs> different. The culture shock of how Egu people can be and how childish like grown adults right. can be yeah <coughs> they're actually right. it blows my mind yeah <laughs> they like, are they were just asking me like what type of milk i use for my cereal you move the person's plate and they're already they want to fight you and i'm like really <laughs> <laughs> personal space right bro did you, know? you just look at my fingernails or, or the minute they <laughs> Or the minute you get introduced, yeah. when you get introduced, they're like, who's that? I'm like, oh, I, when I hear, who's that? I go, ui, ui, that's Code Red Sector 5. We're not going to talk to this group here in the family. Right. You, it, I mean, I don't know what their problem is, but it's like, did they wake up on the wrong side of the bed that all of a sudden today you want to be like that? Or is this natural? No, wrong but, side of the futon. Right? <laughs> no, but, but as Ernesto said, that's a, it's a big it, thing. It is, yeah. actually. And, you know, him, Being you coming from the States and you're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. like even sometimes you don't have to do anything. Yeah, just it's even just standing the there. you just, enter, your very presence is a threat to Yeah, them. exactly. And they're just like, and they're like, and when you go approach them, you're like, now what's your problem? I just don't like you. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Well, yeah. why? You know, well, you know, why? It, it, it's really sad. I even had one, I was attending a funeral in the line and I, I knew of this couple and the wife knew who I was. She pulled the husband back and I'm like, I'm, we're here at a funeral. I'm not gonna steal your man here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, that happened to me once. I was like, oh my god, hey, that happened to me once too. Yeah. It's sad when it I, I knew the girl. I went to school and with she was, her. She was yeah, she, clean she was doing like that. I don't, and, like, you know, like all of a sudden, right? We, like we went outside like before I came. We went outside, and you know, like the husband was saying hi to me. And she's like, don't say hi to him. I was like, he is not my type. First of all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she just looked at me and I said, "You can cling on to him all you want, but I, yeah, just, there's nothing going on here." And then we do have our friends that are very comfortable. You mm -hmm. know, they're they're our straight allies and their husband. And they're like, "You want my husband? You want?" To? I'm like, right. "No, are you? Yes, what the yes, heck is going on?" Do we have that opposite side of yeah. the spectrum? We're like, "Hey, yeah, 
be I honest. It's I have always no, no, no outside. And mm, you're like, no, I'm like, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend. The one night, what's, what's that? They like to sit, the, the Mali's going to sleep with the party. Yeah, right. Like, oh. No, I have a friend. She always no, tells no. me, if I die, you're marrying my husband. Like, And the husband's like, yeah, sure, shoot. And I'm looking at them like, okay, something's wrong with this picture. I don't want my man to be with another woman. I want him to be with you. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, I'm like, it, it, it just, shocks me because... Just tell them to sign the paperwork. Right? <laughs> sign the paperwork. Give me the house. Give me the lot. My name better be on the car, will. Right? <laughs> My name better be on the will. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no deal. <laughs> <laughs> Until I see the affidavits filed at the court. Okay. Mm. Then, okay, I'll marry your husband, but... You know, that's all, Nanny. That's all. No, but you know, I I can love and appreciate our straight allies that are you know, yeah comfortable. I do with too, because yeah. you know when I when I started working for GWA, I started hanging around with you know the butches of men, and it was so shocking. Just I mean, these are these are lawy kind of men. You know, they're they're the uh, get down and dirty. Let's dig a hole, find all this kind. You know. And I got really close to them and their wife, their family, their kids. Everything was like, you know, it was almost a daily thing. They were like, oh, you're coming to the house. You're coming to the house. My wife says to come to the house, you know. And I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, you know, these are men who you would think would only want to hang out, with, you know, with men. But they're always like inviting me. And, you know, it comes to the mm. mere fact that they just enjoy our presence. They enjoy our, you know, our company. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we don't make it boring yeah. for them. I actually have no competition either. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. I remember too, like, someone once asked me, like, why does so-and-so, like, hang out with you? Like, you know, you guys are, like, two very different. And I'm like, different how? And then, just, you know, I, it was more like I felt like they were, in a sense, saying that he's more masculine versus me where I have some feminine traits. Right. And I just told him, I said, well, he just likes me as a person. I just happen to be gay. Yeah. He likes what I bring to the mm. table whenever I yeah. come around. And that's how it yeah. should be, you know? Yeah. No judgment, no nothing, you know, just like Dwayne says, live your truth. You know, everybody should live their truth and just accept one another. You can't change me from the way I am or who I am, and I can't change you. Yeah, if I want to know? identify as a tree, you guys exactly. can't stop me. Right? Be the best tree you <laughs> You know, but it's true. I mean, you can't. It's so awful. What kind of tree? <laughs> tree? What kind of tree? My pronouns are tree. <laughs> I want to be a tree that wears red shirts. <laughs> so you want to be a flame tree. Flaming tree. Flaming tree. Flamboyant tree. You want to be a flame tree. Okay. And my tree's only going to have one flower. <laughs> you know my former boss used to do that and one time she came to work and flower was dead we're like you know your flower's dead right why why she took it off oh my guy and i was like i i was like i would have been like go with all that hair <laughs> and that's probably what it was that's probably what it was because many i thought my friends killed the ozone layer I think this one done killed it a long time ago. <laughs> but, but you know, this one loves hair. Yeah. In my house, I have a little station in the When hallway. you walk in her, out of, you know, last, so last night, I've been to her house like several times. I never really looked until your sister told me about your little station in the hallway. 
So when I came out of the restroom, I was walking and I looked, what in the fresh <laughs> everything. Blood or blood or hairdresser, everything was all like in, in these baskets. I'm looking, I'm like, geez, I'm a hairdresser, but he has more stuff than I do. You know, it was funny because when I first asked to use your restroom and I was walking out the hallway, I remember just walking kind of by it and I, I did a double take. I was like, and then I stopped. And then one of your nephews is in the hallway, she's like, oh, that's Uncle Glendon. I was like, oh, I know. I can tell. <laughs> no, but really, he had more stuff than okay. I ever had. So, so to end this. No, <laughs> I wanted to be a hairdresser when, when I was going to school right, and I was talking to my mom and she's like, she just looked at me, she was <laughs> go, mom, I want to be a hairstylist. That doesn't make money. You're going to be a teacher. I'm like, so she shot my dream, right? And then, you know, I started meeting other friends. I go, man, they made more, more tips. So it's okay. I Lonnie used, goes, it's never too late. You can go back to school. So I used to make we'll see. two to three hundred a day. Just yeah. tips. We'll home. see. You know, I and, remember. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. like, uh. Another, you know, my 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 payment would be maybe about four or five hundred. I used to take home. Well, now I I only work like sometimes, not part, not not even part time. But I used to take home. Your status is not part time. Right? I used to take home about six or seven thousand every two weeks. You know, as a hairdresser, and you know, my family was really upset when I told them I was going to be a hairdresser because they were looking. Oh, he's going to be a lawyer because he likes to argue. Oh, he's going to be a doctor because he likes to, you know, work on things, right? None of that ever happened. Sorry. You know, I became a hairdresser because I was 13 when I actually knew what I wanted to do. And I, yeah. I lived it. I made that, I made sure that dream came true. And when, you know, like I was telling, you know, some of my family, oh, I'm going to go to school to become a hairdresser. They're like, doesn't make money. Why do you want to do that? You should, you know, become an attorney, become the. Yeah. Doctor was out of the question. Work, you know, if I operate on you, I'll probably kill you. You know, before I <laughs> before I fix you, uh, an attorney. Yes, I can argue, but you know what? I I just don't want to waste my time. So. You'll argue even if you win. You'll just keep arguing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I became, and I really wanted to be a hairdresser. So I I became a hairdresser, and when they found out how much I was, I was making a lot more than them, and they're like, "Wow." And you know, we, with our with our our LGBTQ community, we want we want to encourage them. You know, like like what Ernesto said, you know, tap into their talents so that they can right. become successful. Exactly. And, you know, be productive. We can't say I haven't met someone that identifies with, as us that they're not really good at something. Yeah, we're, we're all we're all talented. I, I think everybody has their own talents. You know, they just some just don't know how to. Some just won't don't know how to find it. Some don't know how to put it together and use it to execute it, you know. I, but in all honesty, I, I think we all, you know, every single person has their talent, has a talent, you know. His is education. Mine is hair. I tried to go to school for education, and guess what? Dash is later, music. Hers is yours. His is music. Psychology. I yours is psychology. Mine's being a tree. <laughs> a flaming tree. A flaming tree, sorry. Right. You know, um, I was reading uh, this article or something, this journal, and it was talking about, like, the function of, like, gay men in, like, um, caveman times, like, you know, hunter-gatherer times, and, like, why do we still exist if it doesn't really make sense because we cannot have babies? Why do we still exist throughout history? And they were, like, making this uh, theory that, like, gay men back in the hunter-gatherer days, they would go, um, what's it called? They would go out hunting with the other, other men. But the gay men were very, like, particular and very, like, um, they would narrow in on the details. They're very detail-oriented. 
So they would know what's the clean water. You know, they would know like what's the, you know, they were just more clean, I guess, than the straight, you know, cavemen. So it helped the group survive pretty yeah. much. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I noticed that with gay men modern, in modern times is that we're very detail oriented. You know, we're very like, you know, kind of, that's why we're so delicate and stuff like that, because <laughs> it's the details, God is in the details. So, <laughs> And then I noticed like gay men now, we very, we're very good at like aesthetic kind of careers, like hairdressing, makeup, fashion. Right. Um, but even in like any business. job we're in, we're just very, you know, the aesthetic is very on point right, and um, right. just like, you know, we do, we're more um, diligent, I guess. Well, we pay that, attention to the that too, because like even when I was working in sales, I found out me being gay was actually a plus. Yeah. Majority of my clients wouldn't even talk to anybody else. They would come to me and I'm just like, I'm not the only one that works here. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's true. We are more, um, you know, when, when we do things, we do it in a more careful manner, you know, and we want to get it right the first time because we, I think, I think we, we all have this thing about having to show people we can do it, you know, and we can do it right versus I've seen you do it and this is how it should be done. I think we all have that in it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can agree with that yeah. only because like uh, aside from like um, the whole aspect you brought to the table, I feel like we as, you know, trans, gay, whatever you identify as, I think we have a, a harder time like people accepting that we are just like that. Like I remember yeah. a perfect example, like I joined this tournament for Street Fighter, and everybody there knew I was gay. So it's like whenever I was going up against somebody, I always felt or had a sense like they didn't see me as a threat. And you then know, to knocking them out of right? the tournament, and then it's like they play against me, and they're just looking at me, and I'm like, I didn't really catch on to it until like maybe after my third match, after I beat that guy, I went outside, and I was like, I asked my friend who I went with, and I was like, why does everybody keep looking at me like that? He goes. Josh, I didn't want to say anything to you because I didn't want you, I didn't want your like head to. I wanted you focused on the matches, and I was just like, okay, but what? And he's like, they saw you as less of a threat because you're, and I'm like, because I'm gay. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and sometimes gay people are even more of a threat than yeah. they. They shouldn't view us as less of a threat because we can actually be the threat that yeah, they yeah. want to avoid. You know, they because we yeah. they do because when we hone in on something, we hone in. We 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 put our eye on the prize, you know, and there's nothing going to stop us from getting that prize. And if you try to stop me, I'm going to find a way to move you, you know, to move you, push you, do what I have to do to get to that prize, you know. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, a lot of people make that mistake of thinking, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about it. You know, his feminine side is going to come out, you know, he. You know, it'll be easy. It'll be an easy. It'll be an easy hunt, basically. That's right? a good thing because then they lose their guard. They're, yeah, you know, exactly. It's a strategy. That's yeah. the art of yeah. war, by yeah. so yeah. so yeah. And then all of a sudden, that's, that's, the that's what I was going to add on to that. I said, I, I, I said, I guess it works out for me. It's like when well, I was like, they weren't expecting this. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, we're the winners. We're the ones walking away with the prize. You know, and some people, like I said, some people just don't see it that way. You know. They think just because we're gay, we're soft. Yeah. Really, I mean, I mean, we are soft. I mean, we are. You know, <laughs> we are. But you know, it's like it's. But, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, they when they think when they think that it it becomes an advantage to us. I guess you know, yeah. a big advantage because then 
And and you know what I noticed something about gay people when we see the when we see that it's an organic community, you know, we take it and we go with it, and we don't say anything. We don't you know we don't say anything like oh yeah you know um I have the advantage because of this or that. We just go, yeah. and you know we end up at the end with it. Yeah. Ernesto, I wanted to ask you know because you're in the field of psychology. Are there any you know challenges that we see like in terms of mental health? You know, with our pe- you know, our people in our community, whether whether you have, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I had like statistics in my head yeah, prepared, yeah. but I don't. But for sure, like you know, um, people in the gay and the queer, uh, you know, spectrum definitely face more mental health problems, especially addiction. I honestly think that addiction and like drug abuse is probably our number one killer when it comes to mental health. Right. Right. I think I think yeah. they turn to that because it's like the only it's a way out for them. Yeah, it's an escape, huh? Yeah, you know? and it's just so. really tragic here on Guam. Like ice, my goodness, like it's very, very, it's really destroying people. It's and so gay, you know, queer people were more vulnerable, much more vulnerable to that than you know right. for our heterosexual. I did it, you know, you know, people. When I was in my twenties, I won't say how old am I now, but hmm. when I was in my twenties, I was. I was, you know, for like a good year and a half. You're still in your twenties, right? Twenty-one minutes. But, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was, I, I got heavy into it because I, you know, I wanted to be like my friend. You know, they were doing it, and I was that one sitting in the corner, just allowing it to happen. You know, watching them, and one day I said, you know what? I want to be just like them. When we go out, I want to have that same feeling they're having. And I tried it one time, two times, and got hooked on it. You know, and then. One day, I just finally just said, you know what? I looked at everybody around my circle and I said, God, you guys are so cool, you know? And then I, I, I got that mentality that God needs chemicals, so why make it live your life, you know? So that's actually how I got out of it, because I, had, I started to think that way, you know? But I, know, I do notice in the gay community, that's like, one of the biggest issues we have is the drug and yeah. alcohol too. We yeah. we consume more alcohol. I think like four times more. I'm making oh, that I up. Can say I don't I'm think you can say like that, that, but <laughs> we consume way more than like you know the heterosexual people. Well, that's technically, sure. technically too because we don't have kids, right? So we have more money to spend. That's uh, where yeah. I think it comes. That comes into play too. Basically, you know, no, no. Um, you know, like I can't be responsible for that. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. To have a kid and be responsible for that life, no, I would, I would probably take that child to the mountain center. You know? <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I remember wow. one time he was like, "I want to get a dog," and I was like, "That dog's gonna die." <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Wow, no faith," and I'm like, "It's no." Um, <laughs> it's the beauty of us. I mean, like that's why we're so like goal oriented, and we have you know a better um shot at our. At our reaching our goals, because we don't have the we don't have those that kind of commitment or responsibility. Yeah, most so, um, of us. When I was, you know? you know, what trips me out too is that in SF, um, the bars there a lot is so popular, not just with uh, the queers, but like with heterosexuals as well, because the drinks are like way cheaper than right. anywhere else in the right. city, and you know, it's like they're really targeting gay people's susceptibility to. Um, drug um you know abuse and then when i went to pride in san francisco a few years many years back 
I would look around me and it's like all these beer liquor companies with the rainbow on their logo now, like Absolute and, you know, all yeah, these just right. alcohol companies freaking yeah. advertising to us while we're partying. And just like they're kind of feeding our weakness right. for mm-hmm. uh, drug Because they know that. Oh, like yeah. that mean. They know it's that messed it's going to hit us. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, they just put I a mean, rainbow on it and no one really likes it. Like it's all a marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I money. like I said, you know, they, make money. we don't have kids. So we spend more. Like when I, I remember one time I had, to, I had to look at that, you know, like targets. Right. I guess you could say for sales, you know. And, and when, I, when I stumbled across that, I was like, really thinking about it and i'm like we do spend more than street people on ourselves we do you know, spend on yeah, these more interesting a yeah. lot of times i just feel that like you said they target us because we're so we get so easily persuaded and we get so easily persuaded if we some see something bright and shiny <laughs> sorry to say but if we see something oh, bright you, and shiny oh we're going over there we're not going to you because you're dull. We're going over there, no. and then what? And then they start something, something bright and shiny. Like, yeah, I think that's a star. <laughs> Are you talking about the sun? Right. <laughs> but you know, but it's true. I mean, you know, we're so easily persuaded. I mean, you know, I I I, I won't say no to that. You know, I won't. I mean, you're right. You know, we do. Yeah, most of us. Are a lot of us are full. We, we fall for it. You know, yeah. we fall for it, but. You know, sometimes it's what we enjoy doing, you know, and, and we do what we enjoy. I go to Glenny's house and the first thing I do is, you know, beer. <laughs> I want a beer. I bring the beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, and then the sister's like, come eat Nanny. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm going to have two, one or two first, you know. He's like, oh, he doesn't want to eat. I'm like, he's trying to quit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you know, I need to now that I feel like she's just fuck fuck, but yeah. But, you know, it's. <laughs> we're you know we just i think we do it just for the fun of it we all like to have fun it's good to yeah. indulge i mean like yeah. not you know i'm on a soapbox acting like a bleeding heart but hey i i drink too you know i party as well so yeah. i'm not acting like i'm you know so high and mighty none of us are perfect that. not even the high, being the respons- high and mighty ones being responsible for yes. it. it's it's true though like when you were mentioning all of that got like flashbacks of when i was reading that thing and i was just like this makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah, but it's true. And, and, you know, we just, I think when we do it, we do it to have fun with each other, you know? I mean. I'm thinking it, that's what it is. Yeah. Because, you know. It becomes fun for all. It's kind of the norm now. You know, like, oh, we're going to go hang out. Oh, what are you guys going to do? Oh, we're just going to have some drinks. Da, 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 da. Like, whatever it is you're doing. Like, now the norm, too, is but, like, oh, we're all going to sit and play a video game or something. But, but you know what? I like it. Ball. I like it because you don't have to dress up. I can go in slippers, torn shorts, and a tank top that's all torn to to Glenny's house. And right, because after fine. so many beers, it's not going to matter what yeah, you're exactly. wearing. The clothes exactly. are going to be off. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So I'm not going to be like trying to fix my shirt like yeah. I am now because it feels like it's going to bust at the seams. Everybody see? Anyway, but yeah, it's like I took the wrong shirt, by the way. My size too small. <laughs> but but yeah, it's like. You know, I think we all do it just for fun. I mean, you know, to enjoy each other's company, you know. But I do this one. This is like my mother. You okay to drive? You okay to drive? No, Nanny, I'm not okay to drive. And that's, that's what Only because I, you know. I rearrange yeah. curves. <laughs> 
You know, this story was probably shared for another time. Right, but but, but and you speaking know. of time, like it's been a while already. Yeah. But but the, the the bottom line is we're here, you know, to help each other, you know, and give each other the support. But you know, drink responsibly, and you know, always have our DD, and right, you know, of course, you know, we're not gonna. I have my DD, <laughs> and then I have somebody following my DD. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and your Didi, that's my stock, <laughs> right? Right. That's your drag name, Didi. Right? <laughs> oh no, Didi. No. Oh. That's so. You know, that would be a topic for another time. I just don't want to get into that name. <laughs> so, okay, as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was a very fun conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much was, for joining it was us. Interesting. Yeah. Looking forward thank to more. Guys. Yeah. Blondie, huh? Sebastian. And still, thank you so yeah, much for joining us. Have you guys on more, Lenny, Josh? Thank you as well. Yeah. So, stay tuned again for another podcast episode, and this is going to be a second part. And hopefully, we'll have our other, um, our other uh, sisters, sisters, our our older trans uh, women come on the panel, and we'll have a engaging conversation with them yeah. and their perspective. Definitely. So, yeah, so thank you everybody for joining us on the Hoppa Day Zoo podcast. And <laughs> Viva Pride. Viva Pride. Viva Pride. Viva Pride. All right. Yeah, so thank Pride you. Month. So live your truth, Lenny. Yep. Live your truth. Be nice. Love yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Love yourself.